Good morning. How's everybody? Everybody doing good? Good. Could you guys understand that video at all? A little bit. That was a little muffled, but you got the gist though, right? Well, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time here, we're so excited that you're here um, at Fathom Church. Uh, My name's Caleb, and you guys are probably like, what's the announcement guy doing up here at the beginning? (laughs) He normally tells these awkward jokes at the end. I'll tell awkward jokes even still, so don't worry. But um, no, but we're so excited that you guys are here, that you're here at Fathom Church today. Um, Kyle is practicing what he was preaching about last week. We started our series on rest, and so Kyle and Taryn, their anniversary is actually today. So, oh, I know. So they, they're taking some time, and they deserve some time off. They've been going, going, going since we launched in January. It's been like seven months, and they've just, you know, put their head down, and no rest, all work, no play, so, um, but we've had a good time, and, and so he's off, he's, he's practicing what he was teaching about, and we're going to continue our series today on the rest of your life. Um, today, last week, Kyle was talking to us a little bit about how we can turn, like, the Sabbath into a day of religion, um, and God meant it to be um, a gift to us. Um, we, we turn it into, hey, we have to practice this day as a day of rest. But God was like, hey, you know, this is a gift to you. Rest is a gift to you from me. Um, he reminded us that God can do more in our, six, in, six, in, in our six days than we can do in seven days working our hardest. Um, he's so much stronger than we can do, and, and we don't need to kill ourselves for seven days. We need to take time. We need to rest, and it was so good. I hope you guys had a chance to put a little bit of that into practice. Who got a little bit of rest this week? Anybody? Nobody. No, there's a few. There's a few. That's good. That's good. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard to take time to rest in our busy lives and our busy society that we have um, going on, but Casey and I last Sunday, um, after the message, we had planned on doing like our normal Sunday routine. We go home and we do like yard work and clean up the house and all that kind of stuff. But God had different plans, I think, because it decided to make it pour down rain. And so we weren't able to go out. So it was probably one of the best days I've had in a really long time because it was raining outside and we just got to just sit and watch TV. Who likes, who likes rainy days doing nothing? Me, it was fantastic. It makes me a little antsy sometimes because I'm like, oh, I need to be productive, but um, it was good, just relaxing. I was talking about it all week. Oh, we need another day like Sunday. Um, but it was, it was so good. Um, but yeah, um, we're going to continue on in our series about rest. And, um, you know, me growing up, I've always been thought of myself as kind of like a laid back, you know, restful person. I've always been like that kind of person that I'm just like, nothing stresses me out. Um, you know, I don't get too much anxiety about anything. Um, and then life kind of moves on a little bit. You start to grow up um, since I've been married and, and have, I have bills and responsibilities, a full-time job, plus, you know, doing Fathom Church and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, you start to get, like, you start to get busy in life. And, um, and, and so, I, like, I, I'm one of those people that, like, 7.30 Saturday morning, like, my head pops off the pops up off the pillow, and I'm like, hey, let's do work. I work, like, every other Saturday as it is, so whenever I have a Saturday off, I'm just like, bing, you know, like, wide awake, 7.30. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that, or if you have kids, it might even be earlier for you. Um, 
we, we don't have any yet, so 7.30, I'm just like, oh, wide awake. And um, Casey, uh, my wife, is on the exact opposite end of the spectrum. Um, this girl can sleep like you would never believe. Uh, she, I mean, she, she, she's a manager at Wells Fargo, and she's got, she works so hard um, six days out of the week. Don't mess with her Saturday morning. Let me tell you, she likes to get her sleep. Um, and so there's a little bit of a contrast there with us because I'm like wide awake at 7.30, and she's like, let me sleep until 2, you know? <laughs> no, I'm exaggerating. But um, that's, you know, that, that's just kind of our... Um, that's kind of our dynamic on Saturday morning. So I, I wake up and I'm, you know, I get restless and she looks so cozy, just passed out um, there. And I, I get restless and, and probably one of her most favorite things about our relationship is that I wake up and, um, you know, I wake up at 7.30 and then like by 8 I'm tapping her saying, I'm hungry, let's go get some breakfast. Or can I turn on the TV? Do you mind if I turn on the TV while you sleep? Um, she loves it. Ask her. It's her favorite part. Don't we... <laughs> We don't need counseling, don't worry. We'll, we're working through that part. Um, but yeah, that's just, um, that's, that's just, just, just how, I, how I am. And, it's, and a lot of times now getting older, it's hard for me to rest um, just because I have so much going on. Um, but this week I want to I look at a piece of scripture that, um, that, that shows Jesus resting. And um, I kind of want to talk about what I think might be one of the sources of us not being able to rest. Um, I was actually talking with Amy about it last Sunday. She was talking about, I was like, this is what I'm going to speak about next week. Um, I didn't tell her that, but, but this is, I, I want to talk about one of the main reasons that, that I think that we, um, that we can't rest, that we can't find rest. And that main reason, I think, is we have a control issue. We, we have an issue wanting to have control over every aspect of our lives. Um, and just kind of like, like this video that we, lo- that we watched, I think that social, social media has been such a, a catalyst for this. Um, I'm not knocking social media at all. I'm on Instagram all the time and Facebook. You know, it's, it's, it's a fun, cool thing to connect with people. But at the same time, we are able to control every, you know, output that we put out. Um, you know, we are, we are able to um, dictate what we look like to the world. Um, you, don't, you don't see a whole lot. I mean, there are some sad posts, and everybody's always like, oh, don't put this on Facebook or whatever. You know, but you don't, you don't, a lot of times you don't see, like, sad times. It's always like, oh, my friends are off in the woods and a river, and I'm like, why can't I do that? You know, but you can control, you can control what, what you're putting out there. And I think that's been such a, like, a, a catalyst for us, for us be, to be able to, like, be able to control an aspect of our lives. I want to create a social network, um, a social media network that's called um, average.com or something like that. Where it's just like, you know, you, you post the things where you're just like doing throughout your day that aren't so fun. It's like, I'm going to post a picture of me at my desk at work, like opening up a checking account. How, how exciting is that? I, mean, I love my job, but you know. It's like, oh yeah, I'm cutting my toenails today. Yeah. So that's kind of gross, but wouldn't that be funny if we did that? It doesn't happen. It won't. Don't worry. Um, but I think one of the main reasons that we, we struggle with stress um, and we lack in rest is because we have an issue with control. Um, you know, we, we try to control um, all these aspects of our lives that, that realistically we don't have control over 
ultimately, we don't have control over these aspects of our lives. Um, like, like finances, we, we try so hard to, to, to control our finances. Uh, we try so hard to control relationships that we're in, control the other person that's in the relationship that we're in. Um, we try to control um, the circumstances around us at work, at our job, how our boss, um, you know, acts towards us. We try to control all these, these aspects when ultimately we don't actually have control, do we? We don't actually have control over these areas of our lives. Um, like I said, I want to look into a piece of Scripture, a part of Scripture, that, um, that I see Jesus resting in one of the most um, restless situations that you would think that, that nobody would be able to sleep in. Um, in this passage, I don't know if this is exactly what, um, exactly what God is trying to depict through it, and you might be familiar with it. It's the, it's this, the, um, the story about Jesus in the boat, and there's a storm, um, and Jesus is sleeping. Um, I don't know if, and he gets up and he calms everything, you know. Um, I, don't, I don't know if this is exactly what, but whenever I was reading, um, I saw that Jesus was asleep on the boat, and I was like, how is he asleep in this restless time? Um, but I'm going to pray over, over it before we dive into the Word. Um, you guys with me? Everybody tracking with me so far? We good? All right. Let's pray real quick. Um, dear Heavenly Father God, Jesus, we thank you for, for your love. God, and for your grace, just like we sang earlier. Um, thank you so much for a place that we can come, we can worship freely. Jesus, I pray that through this message today, God, that I not try to put words in your mouth, but you put words in my mouth. Jesus, I pray that I stay true to your word. Um, God, and I not try to dictate my own thoughts, but Jesus, that you just speak through me. I pray for everybody in here, including myself, Jesus, that we can find a place um, of rest today. And I pray that we might leave this place changed, God, and that we might be able to change the world. God, we thank you and we love you so much for all that you're doing in Fathom Church and all the things that you're doing in our lives on a daily basis. We love you and we thank you. In your holy precious name I pray. Amen. So if you guys have your Bibles, you can turn with me to Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 40. Um, if you don't have it, it's cool. We've got it on the screen for you so you can follow along. It said, um, that day when evening came, he says to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. So leaving the crowd behind, they took him just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves break over the, broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. So Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, and he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. The wind died down, and it was completely calm. He, says, he said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Isn't that good? Um, yeah, I think, I think God might be showing something a little bit more than just, you know, his ability to control, um, you know, control the earth. Um, you know, I think that's, that's a huge part of it. But just reading it, God spoke something different to me. Um, we challenge you here to, to always be in the word, 
um, to be reading these scriptures, to be looking into things and see what God says through that. Um, on a Sunday morning, hearing somebody preach isn't going to get you through your entire week. You have to be constantly diving into the Word and studying and just hearing what God has to say to you. And, um, and so we just challenge you to do that. But this is what, through my study and through, you know, my quiet time with God, this is, this is what I saw. Um, you know, just, just a little bit of background of what's going on. Um, basically, Jesus had been teaching. He had been teaching the entire day. And so, you know, he's doing his, his thing, telling his parables, doing his Jesus thing, healing people, you know, all, all, all that stuff. And um, whenever I was reading my commentary, it actually said that, that, um, that Jesus was tired, you know. Was, so they wanted to cross over to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And so while he was in the boat, Jesus actually fell asleep because he was tired. And I'm going to say, isn't it amazing that, that God, our creator, came to earth and can, can identify with even the simplest thing of, of us being tired. Like, he can, he's, he's kind of showing, I can relate, you know, I, I get that you work a full day, you know. He's kind of showing us, I'm, I'm sleepy, I fell asleep, you know, and I, and I see that in here, and it's just so amazing that, that, um, that he can relate to us. But, but this, is what, this is how I see, like, whenever I read, read Bible stories, um, I'd, a lot of times I see them like in the cartoon way that I did whenever I was younger, like growing up in Sunday school, like in the, the felt boards and all that kind of stuff. Um, but like I, I see it, like whenever I was reading this, I, I see, um, you know, Jesus saying, hey, let's go over to the other side. And they get in the boat and everything's cool. You know, they've got a bunch of fishermen. They're like, we got this under control and, and all that stuff. And so, um, you know, the wind starts to pick up. You know how storms roll in. We're in Florida. Everybody's familiar with how storms come in, right? Um, so you see the storms from the storm from like a faraway distance, and um, Jesus like decides I'm going to take a nap. And so like it, it falls. As, I mean, he falls asleep, and then like the storm starts coming. Um, wind start, starts picking up a little bit. Um, you know, if you're at the beach, whenever a storm comes in, like the waves start picking up a little bit, and you're just like, oh, okay, time to get up my chair and, and we'll head out. Um, but you know. Storm started coming in, and I, and I see the disciples, they're probably like, oh, okay, it's just another storm. Um, it's just another storm. We got this. You know, we don't need to wake them up. We got it. We don't need them right now. And so they're going on, they're going on the boat, and it starts, and the waves, waves start to pick up a little more. The wind starts to pick up a little bit more, and starts rocking a little bit more, and they, they, they're getting nervous. You know, they're like, like um, you know, <laughs> who, who's going to wake him up? And so, like, Peter and James are over there, and they're like, rock, paper, scissors, who's going to wake Jesus up? No. That probably didn't happen, uh, but it's fun to think, you know. Um, so, um, you know, they're doing like, who's going to wake Jesus up? And then I imagine that, um, that the waves start picking up even more. They start coming over, to the, coming over the boat, and they get so terrified that they run to Jesus, and they're like, how can he still be asleep? How can you still be asleep? So they're like, Jesus, don't you care if we die right now? Don't you care if, if, if we drown? And so Jesus, I don't, I don't think he gets up like, oh my gosh, what's happening? You know, I, I can just see him like getting up like calm and just like putting his hands up and says, quiet, be still. And then looks at him and says, after everything that we've been through, do you still not have faith? After everything that we've been through so far, do you still not have faith in, in, in what's going on? And, this, and I feel like this is kind of something that we do a lot of times, Right? Um, I, I picture, um, you know, like, like the boat being our life. Um, we're, we're in this boat, and, and just like the disciples, we have all these circumstances that are around us. Um, the disciples' circumstance being the storm. And so we have, we have these storms that come in and out of our lives, right? You guys can, you guys can probably relate to, to what's going on with, with, like, different kinds of storms that happen. And I, and I believe that this, this, this boat is our life, 
And, and all these storms come. You can have calm times. You can have storms that come through. And, um, you know, like, like we have all kinds of different kind of storms. We have, like, financial storms in our lives where, where, where just things, you're just like, what's happening? My savings is draining. Um, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. What's, what's happening right now? Uh, we have relationship storms where it's like, you know, why, why won't she stay with me? Why won't he stay with me? Um, you know, we have storms in our marriage where just like sometimes there seems to be a disconnect maybe, where it's like everything's going good, and then maybe you have a day where it's just like at each other's throats and, you know, like, like all these kinds of different storms um, in our life. Maybe like a different storm is, is like you've lost someone that's close to you recently. You know, we have all these kinds of different storms that come through in our lives, just like the disciples had this storm that came through while they're on the boat. And um, there, there are a few different parallels that I see going on here and um, the way that the, the disciples react. A lot of times when these storms come through, what we do is we say, no, God, I got this. Like, like the disciples probably thought at first, uh, like, no, God, I got this. I got this. I don't need your help right now. Um, and so what, as a result of us saying that we have control, by us having control, we end up working ourselves to death. And we actually start to lose out on rest because we're stressing out, we have anxiety, we have, you know, all these different problems going on in our minds or checklists and everything like that. And so, but we say, I got this, God, I got this. I'm under control. I've got this under control. I don't need you right now. And so we kind of put them, and as a result, we can't find rest. Like, as a result, we can't find rest in our lives. And, um, you know, it's, I, th- I, think, I think there's just so much that's going on here that, that, that's just, like, so, so parallel. What, what happens is, is when, um, once the storm starts coming and there's more than the disciples can handle, um, what do they do? What do they do? They, they ran to Jesus. They ran to Jesus, and they said, Jesus, I can't handle this anymore. And so Jesus gets up, and he puts his hands up, and he says, quiet, be still. But in the midst of our storms, whenever we're like, when we've got all these problems, what do we do? Like, whenever we run to Jesus, how do we run to him? Jesus, don't you care? Jesus, don't you care what's going on in my life right now? Like, don't you care that, like, my finances are falling apart, that my marriage is falling apart? God, don't you care? And this is what we do sometimes. And just like the disciples, it's like, like we're about to drown. We're going to die. I'm going to drown in this like, economic struggle that we're having right now. I'm going to drown. Don't you care? And an, and an amazing thing that I noticed through this is that Jesus was inside of the boat the entire time. Like when you accept Jesus in, in, into your life to, to be a follower of Jesus, he's with, he's with you. He's there with you. You know, and you, you, know, and you just like, kind of like, I got control, but he's not going to leave you. Like no matter what you do, he's, he's not going to leave you. He's going to be right there for you. And just like the disciples, they, all they had to do when the storm just started coming, just a little bit, all they had to do was turn around and look at Jesus and say, hey, I'm a little scared about what's going on right now. Um, you know, can, can you help me? Can you help me through this? I mean, is that, is that not connecting? Is that connecting for you guys? That like, like Jesus is there with you the entire time. And all you have to do is turn to him and ask him, hey, can you help me? Can you help me with this? 
And I, and I, and I look at, at Jesus' response to the disciples, and he gets up immediately. He gets up immediately and says, quiet, be still. And he looks, looks at us and says, do you not have faith? Like, where's your faith gone? Like, we've been, we've been through so much together. I've gotten you through so much. Like, where's your faith at? Don't you trust me that I'm going to get you through this? Like, yeah, Jesus, I mean, you don't understand. You don't, you don't know the storm that I'm going through. It's like, yeah, I, I do. And I've been here with you through it the entire time. All you have to do is ask. And I think that the main reason that we, that we try to keep control is because of our lack of faith. Why do you, why do you not have faith? It's because we lack, we lack in the area that, that we trust that God will get us through every other circumstance. We, we, we lack in faith. And so what we do is we try to take control. We try to keep control. And our hands were just like, ah, oh, just try to keep this together. I've got it. And then when things start falling apart, we're like, ah, oh, don't you care? And he's just standing there saying, I've been here the whole time. I've been here the whole time. Just ask me. And this, this is something that we all kind of go through. We all have different storms. We all have different seasons. Um, we all have different seasons in our life that we go through. And I think it's, I think it's, you know, I think it's um, just our lack of faith. And the fact that, that Jesus has got things, he's got things under control for us. Kyle read a, a, a passage of scripture last week that I want to follow up on. And I want to read it again because it's just so good. Um, says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Jesus is telling here that, that we need to come to him. That we need to run to Jesus with our struggles, with our storms, with everything that we've got going on, that we need to come to Jesus we, like, if we give him control, like, we, we can place our faith in the fact that everything's going to be okay. We can place our faith. Don't, don't get me wrong. There will still be storms. Jesus never promised that there won't be storms in our life. But he did, he did promise that he'll get us through them. Like, if we, if we build our foundation on Jesus, like, he will get us through the storms in our life. What about you? What, um, what areas of your life are you, tr- are you struggling to, to keep control over? Is it, is it a relationship that you're, that you're in that maybe you shouldn't be in? But you're scared that you can't give it to God? Maybe you're afraid you're going to hurt too much? Is it your finances? That's probably one of my biggest struggles is, is finances. Is letting go, go and letting God take control of that area of my life. Maybe you've got somebody that's, you know, that's, that's sick or something, you know, that you're just like battling with. I can relate to that right now in my own life. 
But if we have faith that Jesus is in our boat with us, and that all we have to do is we just turn around and we give him control, yeah, we will find rest. We will find peace in the midst of the storm that he's going to get us through to the other, other side of the storm. You might be here and you might be thinking, um, might be thinking to yourself, you know, I don't, you know, everything's good. Not everything I'm going through. You know, I'm not, I'm not struggling with anything right now. And there's seasons where that's, it's like that, you know. You're just like, man, everything's good. I like how things are going. Um, you know, it's, it's so important that we, we put our faith and our trust in Jesus even whenever the good things are going because that's, that's, that's the dangerous part, is when things are going, we're like, man, I got things under control. Things are good. Um, I don't have to worry. You know, God, put them on the back burner. You know, just leave them back there. I got things under control. My savings is building. You know, this relationship is going good. Things are awesome. Um, you know, but it's so important that in those times, that even when things are fantastic for us, that we start, we start giving God even the good. And not running to him just when things are bad, but running to him when things are going awesome. And saying, God, this is all because of you. you know why? Because that'll make things so much easier in the midst of the storm. Because you're so used to giving God everything. That'll make things so much easier for you whenever the storm comes to be like, Jesus, you, all these blessings are from you. You know, take, take control of even these hard things that are coming on. But what, but what area is it for you? What area are you struggling to, to, um, to let God take control over? Like I said before, I mean, I'm, in my 27 years of life, it's a very short time. I get it. Um, one thing that has been consistent, or two things that have been consistent in my life, is that there have been storms. There have been trials that I've gone through. And the other thing that's been consistent is that Jesus has always been there. I've been in a place where, where my, my family, like, growing up, was just kind of, like, wrecked. There was, like, and my brothers and sisters, my mom and dad, we had this, this situation happen um, that where our, our family was just, like, just, we were just wrecked for a little while. And I ran from God. I ran as far away as I could um, just because I was so hurt and so angry and bitter about things that happened. And, and so many, like, different trials and storms were coming in my life. And all I had to do that entire time was just turn around and just be like, Jesus, I can't take it anymore. God, you take control. God's he's healed everything that's happened in, in, in that relationship, like, with my family and everything like that. Um, but it wasn't to a point, until a point, until I turned around and said, Jesus, I, I give up. I give up control. And I don't, always, I don't always have physical rest because I, I've given Jesus control. I don't always have physical rest. And that's a lot of my, my fault because of the control. But, but I've also, I have found a lot of spiritual rest by giving Jesus just 100% control of everything. Can you, can you imagine like a church? Um, take Fathom Church, for example. Could you imagine a church that if we, if we all just gave up complete control, 
of our lives to Jesus in the midst of the storms and the good things that happen, if we just gave up in all, all control and said, Jesus, you take it. You, you've got it. I trust you. My faith is in you, and I rest in that. I, I can imagine like our community, the Jacksonville community, would, be, would just be like blown away by that. If, if Christians actually believed, <laughs> Christians actually believed that Jesus is in control, and, in the, and people that, that, don't be, that aren't believers, that don't believe in this whole Jesus thing, they look at us and they say, they say like, you have so much going on. Why, are you, why do you seem at peace? Why do you seem at rest? Could you imagine the impact that we can make on Jacksonville if we just truly gave God every bit of control of the good things, of the, of the bad things? I think we can make such an impact on this city. I believe we can make such an impact on this world. If we just gave God complete control, and I struggle with it. I'm not going to act like I don't. Like I, I struggle a lot of times with giving God control of, of areas in my life. But the times that I do, he's always there in the boat with me. He's always there in the boat with me. And he always gives me rest and peace. And that's where we want you to find rest. Is by giving God control. Don't, don't keep on trying to hold on to something. Our God, our creator, who created the heavens and the earth, who created everything, you know, who can make storms and seas stop by putting his hands and saying, quiet, be still. He cares so much that he'll keep like a bird fed. And you think that he's not going to take care of your financial needs. He's not going to take care of your food. He's not going to take care of you being clothed. There's a passage in Matthew that talks about that. It's about don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. Like, we don't need to stress. We don't need to, to worry. We can rest in the fact that God is in control. So I'm going to take a few minutes and just, just kind of have like a response time. Um, just take a couple minutes and, and you can bow your head, you can kneel, you can do whatever you're comfortable with. Um, but just kind of think about, you know, some areas in your life. God might already have, you know, been pointing at some things while I've been talking. He might have been like, yeah, this is what you, you, you need to give this up. You know, I got this. Don't worry about it. You know, all these things might be going on in your head. Um, just take a couple minutes real quick and just reflect on that. And if you want to whisper, whisper, just say, God, I give you control. If you feel comfortable doing that, don't feel pressured. But if you feel, if you feel comfortable saying, God, I give you control. Would you do that? Let's just take a couple minutes
Jesus, I just thank you so much. God, for always being there for me. As ironic as it's been this week, just preparing a sermon about arrest and and worrying about my sermons, it's kind of ironic, Jesus. God, I just pray for your for your peace, Jesus, and for your rest that you give us every single day. God, we love you. We thank you for the things that you can do, for being able to stretch out your arms and saying, quiet, be still to these storms that come in and out of our lives every single day. God, we thank you that you have enough power to be able to do that. God, we thank you that you are in the boat with us. God, all we need to do is just turn to you and say, God, you take it. Can you take this, please? I can't handle it. Jesus, I love you. I thank you for everybody here, Jesus. I just pray that you tug on our hearts, that we might leave this room changed because we know that we have somebody that's so much bigger than us, that's so much greater than us, that has things under control. God, that we find rest. We find rest in that. We love you, Jesus. In your only precious name I pray. Amen.